0: Well, now, Angel Rose, here we are at the top of Pilot Butte. It's a volcanic rock just on, in the city of Bend, actually. It's one of the few cities in the world that has a volcano in its city perimeter.
1: Is it wise for us to be living here,
0: huh? I don't know about that, Angel Rose. Imagine we're on the rim.
1: We're actually so. Sur- Yeah, I know. You always put me on the rim of these places.
0: (laughs) Now, we've got something very important to discuss. That's why we're here.
1: Mm.
0: We have looked at why living is such an effort before. Mm. We've looked at why we have to eat in order to live. Mm -hmm. And we've looked at why we have to breathe in order to live and and none of that makes sense for spirit beings like if you consider for a second if we were to believe for a moment at all that we are spirit beings why would a spirit being be subject to those limitations and restrictions and the only answer would be that there's something funny going on we the spirit being believes something or there's something in its creation or something in its manifestation here on this planet that is causing these limitations to be here. The breathing, the eating and the, the physical nature of our bodies. And then there was something else that you pointed out earlier on which really spawned this discussion and that is that bodies die because they're tired, they get worn out. Right. You know, there's a specific lifespan of whatever it might be 70 80 100 years but then it it dies the body can't sustain it hmm. now the question then arises well why would a spirit being manifests into something like that what, what what's going on that the physical body and the entire physical physicality of the earth and the universe and all that what's going on that is is not true of the, the spirit that we talk about when we talk about the, the godliness that we are part of. So there's something funny going on and we, we want to get to the bottom of it and we're going to do it in the next 25 minutes. <laughs> I know you're laughing.
1: <laughs> I see.
0: Angel Rose, let me ask you, what was it that you you realized today?
1: Well, what I realized wasn't so much about why we made the body or anything like that. It was more the fact that we believe that we manifested something solid and finite that is independent and therefore separated from the cosmic energy that's all around us, for example. And what I realized was that there is an unlimited supply of life force energy within us, that we literally are the God within. We literally are the way, the truth, and the life. And each one of us is. So that's actually what we're made up of. We're made up of the plasma of the universe, which you can call God or unlimited life force or abundant supply. But it actually runs through our body as water. And we've, all read the scientific studies that we are made up of, what, 75% water, 90% water, I don't know the exact figure, but the majority of us is water, okay, and we literally are the waters of life, so if you go back and you um, look at Emoto's, uh, Dr. Emoto's studies with water crystals, a lot of people are familiar with him now. And his work and how he would take different crystals and freeze them or different water molecules and freeze them. And they'd all come out with these different patterns. And if you change the thoughts into the water, then the crystals would change. And so what happened today uh, was that I was realizing that we are made up of this living water. It makes up what appears to be our physical body. But it really is a watery plasma light field. And, you know, we've studied the Course in Miracles for many years, and that book has so many different levels to it. But, you know, there's a lot in the Course about how you're not a body, that you're really free. You're what, One of the lines is, I am not a body. I am free. I am as God created me. And that might seem to deny the body, but it's not denying the body what it's doing is saying you aren't that you're not this solid finite physical thing cut off from the supply of the universe
0: but in layman's terms angel rose are we is that like me believing that i am this body and that's what keeps me here is is it is it down to that level
1: it's not so much about keeping you here or not keeping you here we're we're not t- talking about that we should get out of the physical universe or anything like that, we're talking about the perceived limitations that we have going on in our minds about what we are. So like if you believe that all you are is this physical body that needs external things to keep it alive, it has to keep feeding it in order for it to 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 breathe and function, That those are all perceptions that we have about what we think we are, because we identify ourselves as our body. So the error is that in that identification, that you believe that you're this finite, solid thing, this solid form. But the truth is, is you're not a solid form. You're a watery essence. Your body literally is uh, made up of water and the Holy Spirit, and that's all it is. That's all it is. Okay, so. You know, and perception is strong because our thoughts are creative. So whatever we perceive and believe is true, that's the reality we form out of the plasma substance that is within us. And that plasma is everywhere. It's not just within us. It's
0: So when you have somebody who, who is realized, let's say, see, uh, we have to understand that a lot of times words limit us. And in this kind of a discussion, we have to be careful because there are, as you said, so many different levels to this and so many levels to its understanding. But let's just come to the physical level, though. Is that when, if you have somebody who's realized or who is enlightened, have they realized in their own selves that they are not the body and in that way have achieved whether it's immortality or spiritual freedom or whatever. But is that because they've embodied that understanding?
1: Well, probably. Because I think where this kind of goes to and when it comes down to healing, okay, conditions that, illnesses that we have or conditions that we go through that we think we, we need some sort of a drug to heal, or we need an operation, for example, without realizing that you've got this water of life within you that can self-heal. And there's a lot of studies and things all over the world. Monks have proven it. Yogis have proven it. um, Medicineless hospitals in China have proven it, that conditions can be healed in the instant. When somebody is understands that their body is fluid, it's malleable, it can change its structure from moment to moment. And that's what I'm talking about, how most of us believe the body is fixed. We believe that we can't do anything about the conditions that are going on because it's genetics, it's in our DNA, you know, it's this or it's that. But the truth is, is that the body was created to heal itself, okay? And especially if you can imagine that it, that it is a fluid substance. It's not static. So I'll go back to the Course in Miracles again because it talks about that when you start to have real vision and you start to see the real world, what you're going to notice is light around everything or all of a sudden something won't appear as solid. You'll see it as moving waves of light. Okay, that that's what's real, okay, Not this impenetrable substance that is so difficult to change. Mm-hmm.
0: But when you when you think of somebody who has an illness, anger Rose, and and we've known many people who have said, "Oh, I've tried all this mind control, I've tried prayers, I've tried meditation, I've tried this. Why would they continue? to suffer, or why would they continue to be in pain when they have gone to so much trouble to alter their perception?
1: Well, because I don't know that they're altering it in the right way, and of course, I can't speak for who's ever doing that, okay, but we're talking about the fundamental belief about who you are, okay, Okay. where maybe when you say, you know, the giveaway was when you said mind control. Yes. Well, what what are we trying to control, seriously? Because the real fundamental error is in the belief that you're a static physical form in the first place. Yes. Okay, and then we try to, we believe that first and then we try to somehow force it to change. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Okay, well, it is true that our perceptions of reality are based on what we believe is true about reality. Okay, so... And we've seen that in our own lives. You know, we've Hmm. manifested lots of things and some things instantaneously. So we know that there is some sort of a field that responds to your thoughts. Yes. Okay. So, but sometimes it's not as simple. And it is simple, but not at the level if you can realize that the whole world is in a perception of materialism. Yes. We are in a perception of a material universe you know, spirit, the spiritual universe seems to be something away or something we go to after the fact. After you die, then you go to the spiritual universe, but now you're in this material universe, but you're not. The truth is, is you're not, that every single thing you look out on is also fluid, okay? And if we saw correctly, if we perceived correctly, you could look at this tree, for example, that's in front of us right now. And instead of seeing that definite form, you would also see all the light waves that are moving and streaming and flowing through that. You'd see the molecules, okay? Um, Those people who could put their hands through a wall, for example. No, it's because that's not solid. Okay, now to shift that belief can be very difficult for us. We are so rooted in the belief in solid fixed objects. We're rooted in the belief that we are an object. Mm-hmm. Okay. So is
0: that an indication of how powerful we really are, that we created this illusion and we cre- we did such a good job of it that we totally believe it and that we even have difficulty unraveling it, un- disbelieving it, in other words?
1: Well, I think we're at a point now where nobody even gets it that the outer world is an effect of inner beliefs. Nobody even gets it. Everybody walks around as if the material universe is real Mm -hmm. and we try to maneuver our way, you know, throughout the physical universe with all the perceived limitations that are going on in it. And we just take it for granted that Mm -hmm. this is reality. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So nobody questions really the fact that they could have had a, that their consciousness would have a hand in developing this in any way. Yes. Okay, so if you, just a second, so if you look at, and you know what makes me think of today too, is here we are, you mentioned that we're sitting up here on Pilot Butte, we're surrounded by numerous volcanic mountains, actually, dormant volcanoes.
0: Mm -hmm. There's a complete circle of them actually from where we're standing right now.
1: And you have often said to me, when we've gone by, things like this that are magnificently beautiful, but also obvious that there was incredible violence mm-hmm. in the creation of these. And where my mind's going to now is, what was going on with reality at that time to produce those sorts of conditions? And I'm starting to, to look differently now at everything that we see. Well, what was the state of consciousness of the world? Okay, to have violence like that erupt. What was here? Who was here? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously something, okay? There always is a cause and effect. And aren't we seeing somewhat the same now when we look
0: at the climate change that's going on now? I mean, there's violence everywhere, not only amongst humans, but in in nature itself. Look at the wildfires in California. Look at the hurricanes. Look at the the, the, one, the destruction all over the world is being caused by nature herself. So you're saying that's a reflection of the consciousness of the people that are here on this planet right now?
1: I think there is some causal level of it somewhere that we don't understand. But if people even now understood that there is a huge, gigantic plasma field that is life that can still mold and change all of that. Mm -hmm. And if we understood that that's running through us and that we're composed of that. Right. And our intelligence, our consciousness can direct that. I think that if people really understood that and could embrace that at the level that it is really true at that causal level, you might see things shift quite quickly. Mm -hmm. But that isn't what we see. We see people, the majority of people, not everyone, of course, but the majority that takes that accepts totally that we're in effect of things. Okay, that things are going on without our. Our conscious choosing without our, you know, we didn't say it was okay. It's just going on, and we're in effect of all these things.
0: Okay. All right. We're going to take a quick studio break here. You're listening to Angel Rose and myself, Ahanu, and we're talking about all things metaphysical reality. We're talking about the fundamental purpose of our existence here. We're talking about healing on a very deep level beyond the physical. We're talking about some really deep things so we have a lot more to cover stay with us and we will be right back after this throughout history
2: a humble yet vitally important plant has contributed to the health and prosperity of civilizations both ancient and new from the egyptians to the chinese the romans and the greeks from the vikings of northern europe to societies in africa and all over the globe From colonial times to the Industrial Revolution and to modern-day United States, this amazing plant has revolutionized economies used in textiles, paper, housing, agriculture, making roads, foods, medicines and fuel. It is said that oil derived from this plant was used for holy anointings. While legend has it, this plant grew in southern Mesopotamia, in the most famous garden of all. Described in religious texts that go back thousands of years, and yet, for the last 75 years and more, your access to this plant's remarkable health and prosperity benefits have been blocked. Some say willfully kept from you, from the people who need it the most, and from a planet that strains to keep its balance at a time when millions struggle financially barely getting by and millions more suffer with pain in a world where economies teeter on the edge of collapse where the global ecosystem wobbles like a top spinning out of control betrayed by those who seek to control what you think what you believe what you can ingest and how far you go in life we now live in a world desperate for the plant that has been wrongfully taken from you. An amazing plant that nourishes the body, enriches the earth, and as you're about to discover, provides you with the ability to make a difference. For your family, your community, and for generations yet to come, be prepared to witness a story of rebirth of cultures and economies, of your life, and the life of our precious planet Earth. It's now your time to be part of the solution and learn more about the Canaway hemp lifestyle.
0: You're very welcome back. <laughs> I am Ahanu and Gail Rose, and I, we're at the top of Pilot Butte in central Oregon, and around us is a complete circle of volcanic mountains. And we are on the top of one right now, looking around at this absolutely amazing view. And w- what's been coming to us is how, how this also is in the physical realm and how it can be transcended so easily. But at the same time, for Many of us, it is a reality that we don't understand much about. We really don't.
1: Well, we have to be clear, too, that we're not making any of this wrong. We're not yes. making the dense physical appearance wrong. Yes. We're just saying that it isn't correct. Yes. Okay, so it isn't wrong that there's this physical universe. Sure. Um, it's quite beautiful. Actually, Okay. And we can enjoy many things here. What we're discussing though, is the misperception about ourselves in relation to it. Who we actually really are, are, you know, the big question always is who am I, who am I? Do you know?
0: And why am I here?
1: Why am I here? Who am I, and why am I here? Well, the who, who are you is water and the Holy Spirit. You are a living embodiment of water and the Holy Spirit. And that water in your body is is intelligent, it's malleable, it changes its structure according to what you want it to do, and we don't see ourselves that way. We see ourselves as powerless beings in effect of outer things as opposed to everything is internal. That magical elixir of life, you know, um, in this little awakening that I had today, Prior to that, I was having a memory of living a lifetime where I was studying a lot of esoteric material and I wanted the answer. I wanted to know. I knew that, that there was a a magic elixir to life. Mm-hmm. And when you, we think of ritualistic magic, right, we think of people who have do rituals of any kind, whether it's, you know, witchcraft or um, religions, mm-hmm. you know, who do ceremonies or um druids or any of those people right they're all you know appealing to the outer elements right to produce a certain effect they want that magic what's the magic herb that'll make somebody well what's the magic sentence what's the phrase Mm -hmm. okay whereas what this is saying is the magic that everybody's looking for that genie in a bottle is inside your own body it's called water in the Holy Spirit okay that's the magic elixir. You can search high and low for it outside yourself. Look for the secret secrets within your own body. It's what you're actually made of.
0: Right. You also did speak earlier before we got here about the false self. And what was interesting about that was that the, we're talking about the false perception of our self. And it seems to, that that's where the word false comes from. It's like the fall self, F-A-L-L-S-E-L-F. It's the self that has fallen to this density.
1: Well, fallen to the misperception fall of into the misperception. I have to remind us yes. that we're not making this level of reality bad. Right. Okay. Right.
0: But it is false.
1: It is false. And that we are the fallen angels. Now yeah. a lot of people wait and I I a lot of people <laughs> will think, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. That yes. wasn't that back in the Bible when, when somebody bred with the daughters of men and that was a no no. No. The the way I'm calling the false self, which is the fall self, is the self that fell into the perception, okay, that it's only a physical, that it's a finite dense physical body that it has no power or control over and that this is what it is.
0: Now, might that have been something that we did on purpose in order to experience physicality?
1: Well, Hanu, I know there's people who say that, yeah. but I've never bought that myself.
0: No, nor I, but at the same time, there are people who, listening to us, would raise that very question, because as we know, when we, when we publish these particular talks, whether it by way of podcast or YouTube or on our website or however, we get people commenting, and I'd like to address that because I know that is something that people will will want to address, they'll want to know.
1: I personally can't imagine that I would have ever deliberately chosen to forget who I was or separate myself from my own cosmic life source energy. Even though you haven't really separated yourself from it, you believe you have. You believe you're alone in this universe. So that brings
0: us back to the very opening statement that I made when we started earlier. And that was about the... The, the, the why, would, why would a spirit being with all the glory and power available to us in that state, why would we choose or, or believe or engineer it in such a way that we would believe that we are, are in a finite universe and in a causal body? Why would we do that?
1: I don't know that we did. I really don't. I, I don't know that we were up there as spirits fully awake and aware and said, hey, let's go down and forget who we are and yeah. and fall into density. I, I just That just does not yeah. ring true to me. And but never that's has. also the
0: same question that I raised in the beginning. Was there then some physical thing that happened or was there some fallen angel that maybe and I'm, I want, I'm purposely going down this road because I, w- I want to pull this out of you, Angel Rose, about Satan and, and the belief in death and evil and all of that. So was there something that happened in the spirit world that caused this to happen to us? Now, I know that's going external again. It's saying us and them. But I'm trying to get at, was there some event... Like a cosmic event or a universal event or a spiritual event that would cause this to happen if we didn't create it ourselves.
1: Well, I honestly don't know that, because I'm not in the records. But what I can tell you is that what I'm the fall that I'm talking about is 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 at the perceptual level.
0: The f- it's not fall about self.
1: okay, so in other words, yeah, in this awakening today, what I heard was that. Satanism is the material universe. Okay, but we have to be really careful here because what it was meaning by that statement is the idea that the material universe is true reality, that things that are solid and fixed and impenetrable and not able to affect be affected by the mind instantaneously, for example, that it's not pliable. Um, that it operates under fixed laws that you can't change. That 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 is what it was calling Satanism: the belief that materialism um, controls us and we don't so we don't have an effect on it.
0: We are okay? fallen we, angels.
1: Well, fallen in perception, not fallen in the sense of you committed a sin, right? And now you have to be punished. We're not talking about that at mm-hmm. all. There is no sin. In perceiving a physical universe, there's no sin in having a material universe. It's not a sin at all. It's a distortion in perception that unfortunately makes us suffer, makes us age, makes us die. Because if you believe that you're a physical body, okay, some part of you knows you're not. Some part of you knows that your true self is spiritual, okay, it's energetic, so when you say, oh, no, I'm going to hang on to the fact that I am this physical form that's very hard to change, I'm going to hang on to it, that takes a whole lot of energy. It takes a lot of energy to try to maintain a reality that isn't really true, let's say a perception of reality, okay? It takes a lot of energy to maintain a perception of a reality that isn't really true, so that we get tired of having to do that all the time. All the time, we're trying to keep that alive. So we get tired and that's what makes us sick and that's what makes us age and that's what makes us die. Okay, because we actually have, speaking of death, we have the belief that the only way out of this universe, out of the physicality and to go back to spirit is that we have to die. That's how we go back to spirit. Okay, when we want to go home, but the truth is, is we don't understand that nothing that spiritual universe didn't go anywhere. It's right here. It's right now. It's running through your body. Okay, as water. And when I say Holy Spirit, I'm not talking about something outside of you. I'm talking about your own holy spiritual self, which is who you really are. That in the plasma field, which we called water okay, is inside your body and it does what you tell it to do. Right.
0: We're going to have to leave it there. That has been an absolutely stunning and thought-provoking little session that we had today. So we're going to continue this next week and do check back with us because we're going to carry on where we will explore the whole thing about energy that's needed in order to live here and why we do it. So until then, Bye-bye from myself, Ahanu, and from Angel Rose. Bye.
2: You have been listening to Angel Rose and Ahanu on World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world.